0: Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke podcast, episode 10 this week. I'm Drew. We got uh, the other Sultan, Mo. Yes, sir. And the man that needs no interest, entrance, entrance. my God, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, English ESL, baby. English man that the needs language. no entrance, Dave <laughs> the Wagon West. So What's actually, up, bro, chachos? Um, actually, that's a
1: good question. If you grew up in Oklahoma, is English your second language?
0: It is, actually. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make fun. Um, so, I guess the big news to start us off with is, uh, what the fuck is that?
2: Oh, sorry. You know what? I just walked around in my car. And it's been raining for two days. And I left my windows cracked. Raining R- R- man? Baller. Yeah, because I had to smoke on the way home last night. It's raining man.
0: Damn. Nice.
1: Um, okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's get back to the podcast. Um <laughs> Geez, Dave, are you going to take us to basic training with you, too? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) The wide world of Dave. Um,
0: It's wide. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, our salt and cigars are here, and um, we've got them out at a few shops. Um, The underground in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, out of the Tulsa area where we have have them at Classic Cigars in uh, Tulsa. And then, uh, Mo, you've got them at, um... What? At, uh,
1: Casa yeah. in Countryside. And, and uh, uh, at 8 to 8 Cigars, uh, in Villa Park, Illinois. Both, uh, suburbs of Chicago.
0: And then, uh, our exclusive online distributor?
1: Yep, Casa de Monte Cristo, cdmcigars.com. Uh, you could get them on there, uh, as singles, three-packs, six-packs, and boxes, um... I did want to take this opportunity to say, um, uh, number one, we really appreciate all the support that, uh, everybody has shown throughout this process. Um, it's not easy to, uh, put the shoe on the other foot after, you know, for the last year and whatever, we've kind of critiqued other people's work. Um, now you open yourself up and you're the vulnerable one, kind of like what L train said last week. Um, so it's a weird feeling. Um, It's kind of like karma. And somebody said, that's what you should call your next cigar, is karma. And uh, (laughs) I don't think it could be more fitting. It's true. And, um, you know, hey, listen, we know not everyone's going to like it. Uh, We hope most people do, or at least appreciate the effort that went into it. Um, And that's kind of what i got to say about that.
0: Uh, And I'm smoking the Legacy. Mo. you're smoking Max Press. Right. And uh, Dave, you're smoking what?
2: I'm smoking the wonderful jw marshall from black label trading company
0: all out of the same factory of via negra mm-hmm. and you, well, you know, were i haven't go got ahead. on
2: the bandwagon yet for you know the of smoke. so i'm just trying to get the next best thing
1: yeah well well we'll discuss band chasing here in a little a little bit later in the podcast but <laughs> yeah. It seems, it seems like there's a confusion of its exact meaning or definition so we might have to clear that up well if you're drew yes
2: I I named you
0: Wagon not Chaser
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so tell us about your cigars man what are they like
1: shitty I wouldn't fucking smoke (laughs) (laughs) I bought
0: them all so they're not going to be released
1: now (laughs) Um, you know it's funny and I'm not sure that I agree with this um, but I know a couple guys at 8 to 8 had said that the Max Press kind of reminds them uh, of a Cro a little bit. Um, it's certainly not as strong. Um, Cro Magnon packs a punch, and, and you could taste that, some bitch, whether it's your first cigar, or your sixth cigar of the day, you're tasting that thing. Um, mm. It's a little bit, I think, more medium. Not, not, maybe not medium, medium fullish. Uh, Drew, wouldn't you say Legacy's probably straight on full?
0: Yeah, um, I think so.
1: The, the Habano. Um, that, that thing packs a punch. I would definitely eat before it, but you know, that, that, that one's probably got, uh, you know, a little bit of cocoa, uh, when you first light it up a little, maybe a little bit of earth, um, in the beginning, you kind of get a, uh, if you retrohale and, and actually this was a topic that somebody had asked us to discuss too. So maybe we could talk about retrohaling, but if you retrohale at the beginning, you get kind of like a lemon, almost citrusy taste, um, something like that. Um, but you know, hmm. it's early. Um, you know, they're still pretty fresh. Uh, so we're going to see kind of what happens. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, um, do you guys want to discuss anything else? (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to sit here and, uh, shamelessly plug ourselves. I mean, that I think you should, man. I think think people want to hear it. I want to hear it.
2: And I'm I'm like, I've got to be like some people in this world
1: that would want to hear it as well. Well, I don't know how Drew feels, and maybe he can talk. You know, if somebody wants to know more about the cigars, they can contact us. Buy it and smoke it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, but we, we would like to, I guess, use the time to address some of the, you know, some folks gave us a lot of topics this week. Yeah. yeah some good stuff to talk about. But the okay. first thing is, Dave, tell us about the J.W. Marshall, man.
2: Uh, So I smoked it, and I want to say it was four to six weeks ago, but I'm horrible with time, so it could have been earlier or later. I'm not really sure. But whenever I posted it on Instagram, I guess I could look it up. Um, I smoked one kind of fresh. It was about a week old, and I thought it tasted like potential. And so I'm checking in on it now to see where it's at. I really think, and I still think maybe this fall, it'll be just really good. But right now it's got like some leather, some cocoa powder, little bit of earth there's a little bit of nuttiness to it as well yeah you you smoking it (laughs) man it's and it's still kind of raw you know what i mean like the flavors aren't really coming together very well it's just it's kind of i i think it still tastes like potential man well
1: so where do you find potential on the flavor wheel (laughs) 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 i I don't know that's an excellent question and you know once
2: we get like james or somebody on um i was talking to so we had him
1: at my yeah. uh, local yesterday yeah. at t- t- Tell us about that, man. Tell us about Oh, us
2: man. That I w- I was so cool. And a lot of people from Instagram and Reddit showed up. Yeah. And, like, people that I've never been able to put faces with, dude, it, it was just badass. But we were talking about, like, the Sobre Mesa, you know, and about where it was and where it is and the rollers and you know, the, the master blender. So I'd love to ask James, like, how does he know when he put your guy's cigar on the shelf? Like, how did he know tasting it fresh what it was going to be like three months after? And then after that, how did he know what it would perform like when it finally got to the States, you know, three months after that? There's so many question marks.
0: He didn't. We just said we want that one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, I mean, we we didn't like, we didn't like, uh, you know, super unknown prototype this shit. I mean, we went through. Uh, eight different blends, um, you know, kind of telling them what kind of wrappers we wanted, uh, what particular regions of tobacco we would, you know, the, for the filler, um, mm-hmm. you know. Um. So, you know, it, w- it was definitely a process. But yeah, I know. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, just pick some shit off the shelf and we'll put a fucking band on it. It was not that. <laughs> no. Thankfully, because those bands are rather badass. Thank you. See, now. You're i the the only negative feedback I've gotten so far is about the bands, yeah, yeah we, that was me too we've yeah, got I'm, some I'm double talking we've yeah. got
0: some mixed uh
1: you like it from both ends <laughs>
0: <laughs> some mixed uh mixed reviews on the bands yeah
1: well, those aren't changing <laughs> no <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like the idea of the name karma though that, that's pretty badass yeah, it was a good idea. Yeah. I don't think it's been taken before either. It
0: yeah. probably will be now after how huge this podcast is.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure well, J.D. You know will snap that up. <laughs> well, well, you know what, though? In all honesty, our numbers, I mean, and thank you to everybody who's been listening, um, has significantly risen um, over the last two weeks. Cool.
0: Um, I'm copywriting the karma tomorrow. So for everybody that's listening, I've already done it.
1: Yeah, i freaking ideas. um well man let's kind of get into uh into what we want to talk about um first thing um so well dave are you done talking about your uh (laughs) your time at governor's yesterday i mean it seems like that was kind of quick
2: i mean i don't know it's it's
1: hard to describe it if you weren't
2: there you know (laughs) I, I love talking to James. That dude, when I was in SLE, he's the guy that brought it all together. You know, he doesn't have um, differing opinions with himself. You know what I mean? There's no, well, you could do it this way, you could do it that way. He's just black and white, kind of like his logo. You know, he's just like, no, this is how it should be, this is how it shouldn't be. And so he, he's very easy to talk to, and he's not, like I asked him, you know, when he's going to find 40 bundles of the salts of the
1: smoke in a couple of years, and he said he's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> for for those, uh for those uh, that don't know what Dave is referring to, that was uh, that was a cheap shot. We're, we're going to keep uh, the parties uh, anonymous. but that Oh, man, that's shot. that's everybody, though. So many factories these days. Even with
2: um, uh, shops, you know, shops mm-hmm. saying, oh, we just uncovered 50 pallets of this. And you're like, wow, how do you lose all that? <laughs> so, and
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. So talking Somebody to needs hands, to be man, fired. He's just, yeah, he's just refreshing, yeah. dude. He, he knows what? what he likes, he knows what he don't like. Well, actually, that really did happen though at um, so there's this big uh, elk liquor chain in Chicago. Uh, when Drew came up, we actually went there. Um, it's called Benny's. yeah and uh, it was man I think it was last summer last spring, they had fired their their cigar purchaser or their cigar buyer, and they what they found was the dude was sitting on all this hard to find stuff. Just sitting on it. And they really did literally uncover Don Pepin, 10 years, uh, 2014, Las Calaveras. I mean, you know, some unicorns. Oh, wow. Are you. What is going on over
0: there? What's up? I don't
1: know. That's, that's, that's a lot of reverb. But, um, yeah, so that was legit. That happened. That's crazy. Are you guys hearing
2: everything you say like three or four times? No. Okay. Uh, no, That's mine was fixed. echoing for a little while. Yeah. It seems yeah, harder. it's good now. <laughs> but also when I was talking to James, you know, they asked me, I, I was talking about the JW Marshall and the Gringo and the, I think it's Tiger Soft Kittens Paws something.
1: Wait, you're, you're not making that shit up. Those are
2: real names of cigars. Oh, I thought you yeah. were
0: bullshitting too.
2: No, 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 and uh, they got another one coming out called Salmon Patty for cigar fit later this year, I think.
0: Yeah, I really thought you were kidding.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. But um, they asked me you know, like what I thought about the Gringo, and, and I was like, James, man, do you want my journalistic integrity opinion or my I'm not gonna see you for a few months kind of opinion? And he was, <laughs> he was totally cool. Like I just you know explained how I didn't really care for it that much, and he just kind of took it in stride, and you know he didn't drew yeah. up on me. He was just like, look, man, they're not all made for you. And I said, right on.
0: Wait, wait, wait. He didn't drew up on you. Yeah. You want to clarify that?
2: I don't know. I, I think uh, you clarify it with your presence on the show.
1: He, he uh, he, So in other words, he,
2: did, he didn't ejaculate on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't take it personally. He was just like, whatever. No, nah, he's, he's cool, though.
0: I don't take it personally. I just give you shit back.
2: Oh, I know. I'm just
1: an <laughs>
0: Okay, I just said, uh, I just give you shit back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I, you're doing an L train, if you're um, listening to this, yeah. just overtaking your <laughs> <Well, laughs> uh, <laughs> Segway uh, champion. But, okay, so let's talk about this. First thing is, and, you know, he brought it to me uh, not last, well, the week, two weeks ago, I guess now, but my buddy Abe, who actually joined me um, uh, today at 8 to 8 to, to fire up some Sultan Cigars, And uh, definitely uh, somebody who listens to our podcast, so thanks, Abe. But he said, when you guys are looking for a change of pace cigar, Um, so, okay, everyone's got a rotation, right? It's kind of like building a team. So, like, if you're a basketball coach, you're going to have, like, your top five starters, and then you're going to have, like, your bench players that come in once in a while and steal some minutes. So who are your guys' bench players? Like, what do you kind of reach for is, like, a change of pace from what you're normally smoking? And that uh, you'll work in once in a while. But it's not necessarily something you smoke all the time. Hmm. Um, that's pretty good.
2: So uh, I know for me, go I ahead. will yeah. reach for Tatuaje as a change of pace more so than my, my go to. You know, because sure. it's, it's a little more robust, it's a little more powerful than what I'm usually smoking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas that Ezra Zion and that Warped is my baseline.
1: Okay. Okay. drufus or bear? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's never going to catch on. Um oh,
1: it's so, so once we tell the if we decide to tell the story it's sure fucking well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um man, I don't know cuz I I rotate through I mean um and I know Dave wants to make fun of me for this because I smoked a 9 or whatever last week or a 52. I can't remember. I actually smoked both of them. Um, man, I just like rotate through stuff, but I do always go back to the um, uh, LFD Oro 06. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll go through some Liga stuff. I'll go back to some Opus stuff. I'll go back to uh, the Nica Rustica, um, some Cuban stuff. But, but you um, rotate
1: a lot of the same things.
0: Yeah, So like rotate through a, all those. When you're not in
1: the mood for any of those, is there something you reach out to outside of those? No. <laughs> well, I got one for you. One that you used to a lot was the La Cia Luchador. You used to smoke that a lot.
0: I haven't had that in a long time. And I just I, sent you guys both one,
1: didn't I? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I like
2: the door?
0: I've actually got one in my humidor that goes, my little travel door that goes with me, um, that mm-hmm. I just haven't smoked. Yep. But we've been doing our stuff. We've been doing uh, review. Let the car pass.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: this podcast is brought to you by Castrol Motor Oil. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, no fucking free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> So... I'll invoice them later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck is Dave West? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. So I smoke so much different stuff, anyways, that uh, I kind of just rotate. But I don't get to smoke all that stuff all the time. So, and same with you, Mo. Now, too, that you smoke mostly on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to uh, rotate through. I mean. You're not smoking quite as often, so it takes you longer to kind of get through the rotation, I feel.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, but I, I will say that th- there are three brands that typically I'll look to um, to break my rotation. And and look, typically what am I smoking, right? Roma, Tats, um, you know, I'd love to smoke Opus a lot more often than I do, but that's, uh, that's not quite a habit that I can necessarily afford right now. <laughs> but, you know... Um, I find myself reaching to the Illusionis. Um, You know, the Rothschild, I'll smoke pretty consistently, but I'm talking about Epernay, ECCJ. Um, They're they're kind of more medium. Um, I'll reach for uh, the Regis, the red label. Um, I find those to be really good uh, medium cigars. Um, And now I forgot the third because I fucking talk too much. (laughs) You know what I find interesting, though? Yeah, like I
2: I smoke every day just about and I'll smoke two to four cigars a day. And like I say Ezra Zion and Warped, but really, if you look at my Instagram and you look at what I smoke, those are the ones that I want to smoke. Like I I think to myself, I want to smoke a Warped, you know, and Mm, I'll go and I'll reach for something else because even now, I mean, I could probably smoke a whole 30 days at my pace and still only smoke new stuff to me. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. So when my, actually, I call that my baseline, it's not really because I really smoke a lot of weird shit. Uh oh, yeah,
0: man. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <No.
2: laughs> we, we can't all be smoking Nicky Rusticos so, though,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, You could if you bought a bundle like I did. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, I just remembered my fan chaser. The, yeah, the EP Carrillo Generosos, which is an, the, the Casa, but that's a phenomenal cigar. And Dave, you, one of your guys just did a review on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he um, gave it a 9.3.
1: Yeah. It, you know, hey, it's a good cigar, right? Um, I've,
2: I've got to try it, man. I hear it's, it's a good. powerful cigar, right?
1: <sighs> it's not uh, weak.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't and, had one in a while like, it's, again it's now. It's definitely
1: not an empty stomach cigar. He, he
2: may have been retrohaling it because when, when I say powerful in this sense, I don't mean the nicotine. Like his review was talking about that, that sinus pressure. You know what I mean? That not quite spice in the back, but that wasabi-like okay. kind of burn. And so I, I don't know. He did mention you know sometimes he'd it and this kind of thing and that and the other. But um, he made it sound like it was a huge sinus kick in the back. Well, wow. yeah. <laughs> so did, I mean, I, I don't know if Did you give him the cigar? <laughs> no, no. But I, I don't know if that's where like he's at right now, or if that's really what the. You know, to like what Mo would expect from that cigar,
0: right? I, I don't know. Right, right. Mo, didn't I smoke one of those when you were here in
1: uh, August? Know ah, what you man, brought? I don't know if you smoked it. I, I thought, you know, you smoked at Dark Rituals twenty eleven. Yeah, I did do that one. It kind of passed its prime. Yeah, it was. Um,
0: it sucked. I mean, the cigar didn't the... suck. It sucked that it passed its prime.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you smoked the Generoso while so I was there, though. I think you you gave me two.
0: I know, I, I, I know I've got one in there, so I've smoked at some point in time, but I don't okay. remember exactly what uh, what it was like.
1: I'll have to bust it back out this next week. Yeah, and I could send you some if you want more, if you like them. Well, and you
2: know, that that's really where the pairing comes in, too, man. Like a Torch um, or a Veritas Torch Connecticut, and mm-hmm. I forget the pairings I used for the review, but coffee, man, it was like it would clear out your sinuses in a heartbeat, dude. It was, it was really powerful and robust, which for Connecticut, usually coffee's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think root beer is what did it for me. That really brought out more of the flavors and less of that hmm. wasabi style in your face.
0: If you like root beer, I have a cigar that would be perfect for you, Dave.
2: What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All my exes.
0: No, I'm not going to mention <laughs> it. But I'll bring you one next week. Which, by the way, okay. since we didn't mention it at the beginning, me and Dave... Mm -hmm. are going to be at the UG next Friday hanging out all day. So if anybody's listening and didn't know already, come and visit us. Um, Come hang out. Smoke some cigars.
1: Hell yeah. And and here's the beauty of it. You know, last week, L-Train had said, you know, you guys need to come down. You need to shake hands. You need to look people in the eye and thank them and stuff. I say we do one better. I think you guys send everybody home with a reach around. (laughs) <laughs> and for a good measure you set up a glory hole. And uh, man, just fucking run it.
0: Dave, Dave <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna put...
1: turn that down just a little bit and I will take pictures
2: and you can get your picture taken with Drew. Oh, so everybody I... that wants to show up, Drew will put his arm around you for a few moments and smile and I will make that I will capture that moment in history for you. I might even well can you guarantee where the handle will be placed?
0: <laughs> no, no, you cannot.
2: <laughs> we will raffle off from mid-back to lower-thigh placement. <laughs> so, everybody that wants to pay me via PayPal right now, I will draw one lucky winner.
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> it's going to be fun, though, man. It's it is going to really be a fun. blast. I'm going to double-fist your cigars so, you know, it's happening.
0: Are you doing two of the same one, or are you doing one of each? One of each. Okay. Yeah. Just, just checking.
2: Yeah. No, you know what? It's weird. It brings out kind of the best in both cigars sometimes when you do that. Like, we did a, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Caldwell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know how they have the Long Live the King and they have the King is Dead? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the King is Dead was made to be smoked prior to the Long Live the King. Well, me and a guy from Reddit, Charlie, if he's listening, we did both at the same time. And it was really amazing. The (laughs) Long Live the King stood out. The King is Dead was kind of like a sacrificial lamb. It was so
1: interesting. Like,
2: that cigar, it really didn't taste that good. But it made, along with the king, taste three times better.
1: It's fucking getting, get, he's getting biblical on right? <laughs> it. Dude, it was really a neat experience. Oh, my God. And I don't know how a blender could do that. How what? I don't know how a blender could do that, you know, to play off yeah. the different flavors off each other. Well, you know, I mean, hey, sure. that's, what, that's what Pete Johnson does. I mean, you know, he, he'll take, um, you know, uh, different parts of different previous blends and mix them together and come up with stuff on his limited edition things. <laughs> Just a different band? Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> you know, like, for example, uh, the, the, the Jackal. Um, yeah. You know, that was part Jekyll, part Wolfman. Um, hmm. In terms of blend I I know the drinking age I believe was uh, A combination of some Previous releases Um, So You know Just uh, And I wanted to like The Jackal And I think
2: if I didn't have Like Cigar ADD I think I would like it Because I really liked The first third Yeah It was just much more The same you know
0: Now we're talking Jackal or Jekyll
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Jackal
0: Alright
2: With an A Alpha I gotcha Yeah
0: um all right. all right uh so so we had some uh had some people on cigar noise as well give us some uh questions for this this week's podcast um and we kind of joked about some of them off uh before the podcast started um <laughs> and this one still cracks me up but cigars packages food <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was... Uh, that was, Who who brought that up? Was it J-Lat or... Uh,
0: L-C-C-J? Is that Brad? Oh, it, was,
1: it was Brad, yeah, Brad. Okay. Yeah, they, and, w- and we've had this discussion too, by the way. Yeah, well, we have a
2: lot of uh, killer discussions throughout the week. Yeah, that's true. We, we really do. We, <laughs> we solve own. every problem in the world. <laughs> um, but they're, they're referencing, in this case, the Moya Ruiz pickle juice,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is a candela wrapper with a Maduro um head on it a maduro cap so Hmm. i I don't know um some some guy i think cigar coupe it was gave it a 9.3 or a 4.0 box worthy right um and then in the noise you know it's received a lot of mixed results i don't think it's got very good praise well half half, half wheel gave it an 80 yeah did
0: you did you you smoke one dave
2: no i've not smoked one i don't i don't know if i will
1: Mo, did you? doesn't appeal to me. Oh, okay.
2: I like Candela, and this is the cool thing. I like Candela for like maybe the first inch, and then it kind of loses its sweetness, and the heat builds up, and it's just not as good. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the Green Hornet that James uh, just did, is coming out soon, is like the Killer Bee, but with Candela in the cap, and like an eighth of an inch of Candela at the foot. Hmm. So that might be interesting.
1: Yeah, that does sound interesting.
2: I mean, that's about as much as I enjoy Candela anyway. Did, so.
0: did you smoke that one yesterday?
2: No, no, he gave it to me at the end of the show, but I'm going to store it for a few days because, you know, it's an event cigar, Okay. and I want want to give it a good, fresh review.
0: Since uh, yesterday was uh, St. Patrick's Day, did you smoke a Candela since that's the uh, thing to do? Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: What'd you smoke?
2: Yeah. The uh, Fuente Candela.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mo, you didn't smoke yesterday, did you?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not a big... uh... I, you know, I've never smoked a Candela cigar, and I and I, truthfully don't ever see myself doing so.
0: Well, I've got one, and I meant to dig it out, and I think I mentioned it to you in a text yesterday, but I've got one by uh, Romacraft.
1: Yeah, if yeah, the one, that would
2: be the one I'd smoke. So. That one is, is my favorite so far. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yep.
2: Now, if you guys were to rate a Candela, would y'all rate it based on other Candelas, or would you rate it against the whole spectrum of cigars?
1: I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, never I think. Your yeah, I've
0: I've never had a candela, so it would be my first. Um, so I'd have oh, okay. to smoke other candelas to rate it against other candelas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Fomorian
2: really is my favorite, though. The what? The Fomorian by Romacraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite.
0: Um. So to further the um, cigars, packages, food, <laughs> it still mm. cracks me up. Um. <laughs> They ask, uh, is it gimmicky, good or bad? Um, what else here? Um, we kind well, of covered most right of it. But, yeah. We,
2: we could answer that. Um, I, I think it's kind of like seeing Clinton and a Bush run again this year. You know, it's a logical fallacy to say that, that you know, we've had two other Bushes, right? That's not to say that this last Bush couldn't be the best damn president on earth, but why the fuck would we have another Bush running, Right. I think that's the kind of the same thing with food and gimmicky. Like, it could be a gimmick cigar, sure. Maybe most of them are, but that's not to say that everyone is a gimmick cigar.
1: Sure. Yeah, I get that. It's,
2: the, like uh, Lost and Found just released a bunch. One was like Duncan Hines. One was uh, Panda Welfare. Came in a little
1: uh, Chinese bowl kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's what they just said. packaging. Uh, Panda Welfare, yeah. the butter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, the packaging is really cool. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But, uh, but and
0: yeah. look, my take on that is: yes, it could be a good cigar, but they are banking that you're buying it just because of the packaging.
2: Sure, but then you also got to remember Port tenderloin. You know that supposedly it's a well-renowned cigar, and that was also based off food.
1: Right. Yeah. And the, the what's the Ezra sign one? The bacon bacon. Same thing. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, it's kind of long. Uh, it's just a chance you take, right? It's kind of, uh, you know, like talking to a hot girl that, without a personality. So yeah. hey, the packaging is nice, but, I mean, right? I <laughs> but guess. you don't know the personality until, until you, you talk it. to her, right? Yeah,
2: exactly right. Jeez. That's right. So like with it, me, with Ezra Zion, I will buy the Macon Bacon just because I've liked other things they put out. Sure. You know? Yeah. But wagon I, I did not buy the panda welfare i did not buy the the pickle juice i did not buy that kind
1: of stuff so really so what we've decided then it to, is it safe to say that it's only a gimmick if the cigar is not good to back it up i say so is that fair
0: um man kind of i still look if you're making packaging like that you're banking that it's going to sell just because of the packaging.
2: Yeah, right. but also, how many times do you go into a store and you see a cheap-ass band and you're like, no, fuck that. I'm not buying that. You know
1: who has cheap-ass bands? Padron. Oh, do I? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, no, not something to smoke. But, I mean, uh, no, I'm serious. You know who has cheap-ass bands? <laughs> Ours were
0: kind of pricey, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, you know who has cheap-ass bands?
2: Padron. Yeah,
1: this little yeah. company called Padron. Yeah. I, I mean, you
2: should, heard of they about. have a
1: single cap? You know what I mean? Dude, if, uh, so, you know, I, yeah, that's kind of one of those enough said type things. It is, but I, I think a lot of, like, you walk
2: into, I mean, that, that's why Acid, I think, did so well. so because they had flashy bands, you know, it was, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of what goes into the purchase is from eye, you know, visual kind of stimulation, I think.
0: Acid did so well, because yeah. they were the first ones on the market to do that.
2: Well, I mean, Brad, you know, he kind of and me on this, there was that Lars Tetten guy prior to that. He did the same Is thing. Is that the guy that. from Metallica?
0: Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
2: that's,
1: that's if, Lars you Holbrook. Him, Holbrook. if you Google him, if you
2: Google him, he's really fucking weird. He talks about, like, he's a super ninjutsu master or something that also happened to learn, like, the thousand-year-old way to do cigars through meditation or something. I don't know. But it's weird.
1: Interesting.
2: But anyway, I mean, I think he was the first one to do that infused process. But I I really think that a lot of the packaging determines what you do and don't buy. Yeah, I think that's fair. Kind of like paper bundles. You know, like you guys wanted to do boxes instead of paper bundles?
1: Well... I think that's a
2: smart move.
0: You don't know the whole story.
2: Uh, okay. (laughs) Well, not knowing the whole story, I still think I would rather buy from a box than a a paper bundle.
0: That's why we
1: have boxes. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I think uh I mean did we
0: um did we
1: sufficiently answer that or is there
0: Let's see. Yeah, that for sure. I was reading through what else they said. Smokey's well, comment I... about the next uh next one. <laughs> I'm not but gonna what? I'm not gonna repeat that. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: was... Um That was good though. Nose blind. How much is too much? No, if I smoke about four, might as well be sucking a Philly blunt. <laughs>
1: I think that, I mean, well, Dave, I mean, you obviously smoke the most number of cigars in a day mm-hmm. out of any of us. Um, mm-hmm. You'd probably be most qualified to answer this. So, at what point, and again, this kind of goes back a little bit to what I said about the cro You're going to taste that motherfucker yeah. if, it, if it's your sixth cigar of the night, right? But Yeah. That's like not a
2: big Like a Pepin Cuban classic. You're going to taste that shit no matter what. And, you know, this is going to go back to, this is the kind of answer that I don't really like, which is why I like James Brown, because it'd be like, fuck no, this is what it's going to be. But um, it depends on the <laughs> cigars you're smoking. It depends on the atmosphere, if you're inside or outside. Like, I could smoke one cigar in a lounge with other people smoking, and my very next cigar is gonna, it's just going to fall flat. And I know no matter what I grab, it's not going to get a, a full appreciation. But I could smoke four or five throughout the day on my porch, and I could be fine.
0: Right. So, Dave, do you, um, since that kind of came up, when you have a day that you're going to smoke, I don't know, two plus more, every day? You, yeah. Do you, do you, um, do you pick the order? Like, are you like, hey, I'm smoking this one first because, I mean, a lot of people say go from from weaker to stronger. Do you do something like mm-hmm. that or do you?
2: No, I I don't. I treat it kind of like if you were to go to the gym you know and you were to try to um let, let's say biceps you know if you're going to try to maximize you're going to train workload, your biceps yeah like you would you would want to hit you would want to do something like a uh, barbell curl right cuz you're going to hit the most muscle groups or whatever first you know so you would want to kind of maximize that that effort so i would want to get whatever cigar i want to smoke that day that i really want to experience it's new i would load up front as opposed to trying to finish with it, you know?
0: So you do put yeah. them in kind of an order.
2: Yeah, mostly it's the first one, man. The first one of the day is kind of sacred.
0: I got you. Okay. Good to know.
2: Other than that, it's fair game, man. I really don't think you have to go strong to weak or weak to strong. I don't think it matters. I think you, you get some coffee in you or some soda water or anything else, and you give it a break for a few minutes, and then you're fine.
0: When you're reviewing, do you um... – do you drink something specific for when you know you're gonna review something?
2: Um, no, so if I'm going to review, I try to do it before I eat anything okay. and I try to do it before I really drink anything. So I'll drink water throughout the morning and then if I'm drinking coffee or bourbon or rum, I try to put that after my first probably third of the cigar. Okay, so, so I, you I try will not still to drink mix it in too much.
0: You will drink something with a cigar.
2: Oh yeah, every time, and usually it's multiple things, and I try to get a feel for it. I got it. Because unfortunately, I, I don't have the ability to smoke two or three of the same cigar to review. So a lot of times it's, it's a one and done for the review, mm-hmm. you know. So I try to have lots of things on deck, like the uh, personal reserve that I smoked this afternoon. Mm-hmm. That one to me, it comes alive with rum. With coffee, it even coffee overpowers that one, I think.
1: Hmm.
2: And it could be it could be different for other people.
0: Comes alive with rum.
2: Mm-hmm. doesn't
0: uh, don't people come, come alive with, with rum. rum too what's that don't don't people come alive with rum too
2: oh hell yeah <laughs> man i i think to me <laughs> rum is the perfect pairing it's kind of like the v-cut you can't mess it up there's not too many cigars that rum will overpower but bourbon and scotch and even coffee can overpower a lot of things
1: you just brought up something interesting dave you said it, it's hard for you to uh you know it's hard for you to sometimes smoke more than one for a review And um, this kind of brings me to something that I've been seeing uh, a little bit across forums here recently. Um, A guy will say, or a girl, I I don't know, um, they will say, I'm new, I'm looking to make my first box purchase, what should it be? Mm -hmm. And and my response is, and and I've never responded because, I don't
0: know. (laughs) So your response is not... Responding. So, my response
1: is actually no response. But my response. The the official response here. Yeah, this is the official response. (laughs) If you are new, in my opinion, you have no business worrying about a box purchase. I agree. Get out there. Try as much as you can. Develop your palate. How new are we talking, though? What?
0: How new are we talking?
1: Um, Like fresh. Yeah, like I'm talking, even if it's like months. Give yourself.
0: What if you're Solid like Dave beer. though, and you're smoking four cigars a day for three months?
1: Yeah, but I bet you Dave's Dave's palate today is much different than it was three months ago.
0: Well, definitely, dude. Everybody's way says. different.
1: Yeah, I mean he was still, he was still pumping fucking uh, <laughs> uh, what is it, CI samplers? Samplers, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, the, my point is is that you know if you're if you're in the game under a year, you know, just get out there and keep trying new stuff until you kind of get a real taste for what your wheelhouse is. You know, if you would have asked me uh, a year ago about how I felt about Drew Estate, I'd have told you I love them. Now, now I'll be lucky if I smoke a Drew Estate a month. And it's not that they're bad cigars. It's just my palate has changed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, What happens is you want to buy the box. It's like validating that you're a cigar smoker. Right. You know, you, you see it in the magazines, you get it in your email, and you think, man, a box for $70 or a box for $120. And you want to make that first step. But it, I agree with it you. It does I, save I money, yes. You shouldn't do that. I, I think you should get those, you know, samplers or five packs I agree. at the very, yeah. very
1: most. Yeah, and, and, and what I said about CI samplers, that there's nothing wrong with that. If, if you're a new guy, especially, it's a great way to get a good idea of what your taste is so don't shy away from those and and certainly uh, and i and I 'll tell a quick story about a big douchebag moment of mine that still kind of haunts me in my mind and i told told this story to Dave and drew the other day i was uh, I was at a cigar shop one time, and a guy picked up a java, and I was like, "Dude, why the hell are you smoking that <laughs> and and you know and I felt terrible about it afterwards, and you know the guy was a newer smoker. Um, whatever so he when he sat down i ran back upstairs and i bought him another one you know and i said hey my bad total dick move on my part um and it was and and you know it's funny i ended up getting a friendship out of the whole deal because i became friends with those guys great guys um his name but-
0: his name's dave west
1: no, no, But, you know, I mean, that was a prick move on my part. So I am not trying to relive my prickness. I mean, smoke what you like. Don't let anybody tell you that it sucks. If you like it, it doesn't suck. But yeah. do yourself the favor of continually trying new things until you really develop your palate, whatever it is. So Absolutely.
0: I'm, I'm going to reiterate and take that one step further. And I think we talked about this on another podcast. But ask your... Uh... Ask your local shop. Go in there and go, hey, I've, I've smoked this, this, and this. Recommend something to me. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I always do when I find something I maybe will like, I always buy three of the cigar.
1: One mm-hmm. to smoke,
0: yeah. one to share with a buddy and smoke. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Then, you, then you, you've you always got an extra one of those on hand, too. Because if you, if you do want to go the box route, you probably shouldn't, but... Then you got a couple of those on hand to where you can. I mean, you do that a couple of times and you've got a couple in maybe a small humidor or a Tupperware uh, container at the house to where you do have cigars at the house to smoke cause. Mm-hmm. You bought three of them instead of just picking up, you know, three different cigars. Um, right? You've got a couple at the house still to where you can smoke or take a couple with you somewhere. If you're going to the lake or whatever you do, golf course. Um, then you have a couple of different things to try too. instead of, uh. Because a lot of it, I think the people, I've seen uh, a buddy recently, he bought a, um, he bought a humidor and he's like, well, I got to buy a box of cigars. And I was like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy a whole bunch of different stuff to either try or buy a whole different stuff, a whole bunch of different stuff that you like. And yeah. uh, instead of, cause, uh, and look, I, I have a bundle of Nikas that I'm still going through. And for a new guy, you're going to get real sick of whatever box you just bought
1: <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. real fast right.
0: because that's all you're going to have at the house. And that's all you're going to smoke. So buy a bunch of different things, couple of each, if you can't afford yeah. it and uh, have a little variety.
2: Yeah. You that, definitely have to pay to play in this hobby. Yeah. and, and you know, There's, there's another level to this too. Like, um, Walt from Stoker review posted something about it. And I was talking to somebody last night about it as well. There's, there's uh the baseline effect, you know. So if you're always smoking a certain brand, like I think a lot of Crown Heads have a lot of similarities through them. Like you know, and we figured this out with the blind um, taste trade. Like you you kind of know when you're when you're smoking a Crown Heads, even if you don't know what it is. And Black Label, same thing. You kind of know when you're smoking a Black Label. And I think if you always smoke those sides of things, you can smoke a different crown heads every day or a different black label every day and then you smoke something new and your perspective is just kind of shifted you've baselined to that same thing with like ci samples you know it, it's good to kind of get into it like that you get a lot of different stuff but you're also not really getting that much different stuff
1: i got you, you know? yeah. yeah, it yeah all yeah. kind t- of profile. same profile
2: same exactly yeah yeah so you really got to branch out
1: wide
0: all right i think we beat this one to death <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, okay, here, okay I'm going to transition into etiquette now. Go for it. Okay. Um, two things, and I'll give you guys two things to think about here as I explain them because I'm long-winded sometimes, so you should have plenty of time. Um, <laughs> one, um, is it okay?
0: No. Oh, two, wait, go
1: ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it okay to rebomb? Cigars that you know you're not going to smoke, if you know the person you're bombing likes them, because generally the rule is you don't rebomb cigars you've been bombed. Okay, right. That's the first thing. Secondly, today I'm in eight to eight, and they have pudgy Jason's left. Okay. Mm. Um, Costa's been out of them for. Two Did you weeks buy them all? <laughs> well, okay. Here's here's my here's my moral quandary. I was going to they had eight left I was going to buy them all but I said you know what there's somebody out there that really likes these cigars too and I don't want to just clean them out so I'm just going to take and and I'm lucky enough I I, you know get a discount there so as part of it too but I I didn't take them all and the reason was is I felt like I wanted somebody else who maybe hasn't had any to have the opportunity to smoke some too if they so wanted to yeah. so if you're in there and there's a harder to find cigar do you and you have an opportunity just to grab them all do you grab them all or do you leave a couple so somebody else can have some those are my two moral quandaries for you guys Go what ahead. you got bear
0: um okay so uh the second topic that you said there um Something hard to find. Do I buy it all or not? Um, it depends on how much it is. Sometimes, yes. Because um, I, I would like to bomb somebody else with it, if possible. Okay. And I know some of the shops around here, if there's something pretty rare or whatever like that, some douchebag <laughs> that can get them all the time is going to buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of the same I mean he's not going to be like you and go eh, I want somebody that can't get these to them because that's, that's going to be the dude that's going to buy them is the guy that can afford a whole box of them or that already has several boxes at the house um, yeah. we've got a guy here that when Opus comes in dude he literally has a humidor the size of Fogan Bates full of freaking Opus no joke mm-hmm. probably I don't know hundreds of boxes no joke And it's like, why? Why do you even need any more? So it's going to be somebody like that that's going to snatch those up. And then the guy that wanted them can't get them anyways. So I'd rather pick them up and maybe gift them to somebody else. Or even, uh, I mean, buddies around here, just resell them for cost to them if they wanted them. Um, So that's kind of my take on it, depending on what it is. The other thing is, is I would if i knew it was something mo you were looking for or dave or somebody else i'd buy them all and just you know split them with you guys or some other buddy that's in town i've done that before when uh, a uh buddy of mine shane wanted some 52s i was at a shop i picked them up and just sold them back to him for for cost for what i paid for them so i, I don't know i think there's always going to be that douchebag that's going to just buy them all up <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways so you might as well do it and re-give them to somebody else that that can't get a hold of them. Um, And now I've talked so much, I don't even remember your first topic. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Uh, Now I don't even remember your first topic. Oh, the uh, rebomb or no bomb? Oh, rebomb. Dude, I think so. I think it's all right. If if it's
1: you're 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 in the minority.
0: If it, I know. If if you guys sent me and, and and you guys probably aren't gonna, but if somebody sends me something cuz they don't necessarily know me and what I smoke. If if they send me something, I'm not gonna smoke. I'm gonna say thank you. But if I know somebody else that really loves whatever I got and I don't like it, dude, I might as well give it to somebody that's really gonna enjoy it. Cuz I'm either <clears throat> one not gonna smoke it. Or I'm gonna hang on to it for so long that it's just gonna be shit anyways. So I might as well give it to somebody else that.
1: So, so it's kinda like what you it. did when you, when you gave me those Rocky Patel sun groans?
0: I, ne- <laughs> I never did that. Did I?
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> or what about
2: the Opus last week? I mean, to put it in perspective, like when you sent the Opus to me, do you expect me to give those to other people that I know will appreciate it a lot more?
0: Uh, if you don't like, I'm sure. I don't have any problem
2: with no. that. No. Well, I know for me, I'm not going to. I'm going to smoke them and try to enjoy them more personally. No, those so, all have some go. age
0: to them too. Those have a couple years of age. That's why I sent them to you because you bitched yeah. about buying Opus and having to age them. So you know what? Those are <laughs> those are pre-aged. Thank you.
1: is <laughs> to college or nurture them or tea pet the fuck out of them. Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah. already.
0: Uh, those have already been taken care of. You're good to go.
2: But even if they were fresh for you, Drew, because <laughs> because I know you and I know how you value those, I would still try to find. The value it. you know what I mean even if it was I call it the under frown a lot of people love the under crown and they get all these crazy flavors out of it to me I think it tastes rather bland but if somebody gives me under crown I'm still going to smoke it I'm going to try to you know find something in it
0: are you going to smoke it but but you've had it and you're not really a fan I yeah. mean what? people start gifting you under crowns you're going to smoke them every mm-hmm. time somebody sends you one yeah
2: yeah I still do wow okay I, I think it's part of the code. You know what I mean?
1: What is this, Dexter? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I mean, to a degree, I think there's just certain things you don't do. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority in, in that no, respect. I, but no. no, I definitely am. I think I you're part am. of the
1: majority. I think there's a lot of guys who think just like you.
2: But hey. now, if if I had my dad here... You know, and so and two people gifted me under crowns, and he wants to try one too. I think it's okay to share it. I just don't think it's okay to mail it. If, if that makes any difference,
1: uh, yeah, I can see that. Well, I, I don't see, know. To me,
2: that feels better.
0: See, that's that's different too, though, because pretty much anything. I mean, look, I've I've sent some cigars to you guys. I've sent them to some other people. I've never I've never rebombed anybody with anything. But look, I've got PJ in town. If there's something you guys sent me or somebody else sent me that wasn't up my wheelhouse. I hand it to PJ or uh, Brocktail or something like that.
2: Well, one of those guys that might like it. Yeah. So, and for some reason that feels better. I, I don't know if it is better. <laughs> but it's the it same thing.
0: Better. You're just not paying Kinda. shipping.
2: I, yeah, dude, don't come know. on. I don't that, think that, it's
1: the exact same thing. That's like talking shit to someone's face instead of behind their back. Yeah, it's no. the same thing. I, well, talking shit to their face is better though, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? You know, in in my position is this, is that it's a tough one. Listen, let's put it this way. What I think should be right and what I practice are two different things because there are things that I've been bombed that I know I'm not going to smoke and I haven't rebombed them because out of that quote unquote code. So although I think I don't necessarily agree with it, um, I'm going to observe it. Wait, wait. If sh- that makes sh- sense. Sh- sh- <laughs>
2: here, I'm, I'm going to let you guys talk this out. I'm going to mute myself if I can. Get it out. <laughs> bo- yeah, here we go. You're good. I his wanted to hear that.
1: His boyfriends are coming over again. <laughs> choo
2: <Choo-choo. laughs> choo,
0: Um, Okay, so Mo, you, I'm uh, you. Oh, fuck. I
1: like the sweet sound of the train. Um... <laughs> So, Is that like the Pavlov method for you now? You hear a train, you just get horny. Bends over. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: so, Mo, have you? Jeez. Um, you've actually been. Hey, gif- fuckers!
2: <laughs> I heard that shit. All right. Hey. Um. Also, I, I think it's a good way to test your baseline, and I'll let you hear the sweet sound of that train now. <laughs> um, cause like chillin moose. When I first tried the chillin moose, like you know, early uh, October, so that, I hadn't been smoking the good stuff very is, long. Is that CAO? No, that's a foundry. No, foundry. Okay, okay, okay. And I mean, when I first smoked it, I was looking more at mechanics back in the day. So I was like, man, you know, it burns well. You don't have to keep relighting it. Blah blah blah. Because a lot of the, the sample stuff I was getting offline, you would have bad mechanics more than bad flavor. Because like I said, they all kind of tasted rather similar. Anyway, I liked the Chillin' Moose then, and then I smoked it, you know, I think in December, and I was like, wow, this is not me anymore. So a lot of those that I don't like now, I mean, I think if I smoke it in six months, a year, you know, it's a good way to test your, your, uh, I guess, palate and see where you're at. See if you might like it now when you didn't like it before.
0: Well, okay, so so for me, and, and Dave, now you too, but um, without... Without hurting anyone's feelings here, Um, we we do reviews, so we we're all over the spectrum already. And then somebody else is going to bomb us with something that may not be in our wheelhouse. It's still not okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Also, to combat that, like I I tell people, you know, if they ask me what I what I thought about a cigar, I'll ask them like, Do you really want to know or not? And if they really want to know, I'll tell them straight up, you know, I didn't like it because of this, that, and the other. And I don't do it to hurt their feelings. But it also, I guess, puts a little barrier so
1: they're less likely to send you more undergrounds, maybe. (laughs) So, like, if somebody were to buy me with Boveda packs, would you just give them away? Yeah.
2: Oh, actually, (laughs) I I mail out Boveda packs almost every day. So I I, I really do use Boveda every single day.
0: He just hates them because they don't work. my review
2: humidor... I have Boveda packs in, so I mean, all the stuff that I'm going to review in the next three months is in a smaller wooden humidor, you know, with Boveda. So let's plug, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad says we uh, we should just get Boveda and Zycar sponsors. We should actually, <laughs> <That> we <would laughs> bring awesome. them up anyway. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, so Mo, so y- y- have you been bomb stuff that you won't smoke? It's just like in the bottom of your humidor. Yes. So what are you ever going to do with it?
1: Uh, at this point, nothing. <laughs> They're going to be decorative pieces.
2: <laughs> well, you don't you don't think maybe five, seven, ten years might bring out a little character out of that cigar?
1: No, it's going to be shittier. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. I mean, you just you don't know unless you smoke it. Well, okay. So I was talking about this with, with a buddy. So we've established that if we were to be if we were like two and a half men, like the show drew would kind of be charlie sheen dave you'd be, <laughs> you'd, you'd be jake um and wow. uh, i guess i'd be alan and i try to keep the peace but i i don't <laughs> of course the bear would be charlie sheen the bear yeah well well drew thinks he's a ladies man and uh <laughs> no you well, the, guys the, the you guys help. think
0: i'm a, a ladies man a yeah
1: Hey, yeah, Drew, how was your pedicure today? Hey, hey by the
0: way, fuckers, uh, did you see all the girls that commented that were like, let's hang out now?
1: No. No, yeah, because see we you just saw the picture of
2: you soaking your feet. Oh,
0: well, you you need, Mo doesn't have Facebook, so Dave, you can go back and look at
2: all that. Okay. So what is the difference between a panty a, a, okay? A, that, a that's, called math,
1: that, that's called mathematical rape. Just because you <laughs> talk to a shit ton of girls and one out of every ten responds doesn't make you a player.
0: I didn't say I was a player. You guys are the one that said I am.
1: No, we said you're the bear. (laughs) (laughs) So,
2: what's the difference between a a, a petty Manny or a Manny Petty?
0: Uh, What what does that mean? Petty would be feet. Okay. Manicure would be hands. Okay. So, if you're getting your feet, dude, dude, you should just go. A foot massage? I I will admit, a lot of guys do. Ridiculous
2: man it's all right i got i got a unibrow and uneven toes so i'm okay
0: well yeah i look this is why i do it because my feet are in boots all day long at work and wet and standing in fucking mud and rain and stuff and then i i run and you know lift weights and shit so i want to take care of my feet because i i would like to if i ever make it to like 80 but be able to still walk so a good is foot no, every-
1: is, this, is, is this another PSA a little yes <laughs> Two weeks in a row? so
0: so so a, a good uh, foot massage every now and then is golden huh so
1: There's every you know soldier
2: what? should get a, a petty dude pedicure?
0: yes yeah uh, uh, wait I'll get you hooked
2: I, I don't know about that <laughs> and unless you, know you bring you know all out the underground then, then I might have to see it we'll, Dave
0: we'll do it
1: We'll give Hill train a, a pedicure.
0: Thing. I guarantee you he'll go.
1: Dave, <laughs> What's up, Mom? I'm going to tell you right now that you and I are probably in the minority on this one. Really? I think there's a lot more guys that like that stuff than probably don't. But I think maybe they would go, like, because their wives made them and because they well, want to smoke cigars on the porch. It, in, the, in the early 2000s, they called them metrosexuals. Now, mm-hmm. they're normal.
0: They're just dudes.
1: What? <laughs> yeah.
0: Though I did see a guy in there today. This is pretty funny. Um, so I walk in, and sometimes there's normally there's like a guy or two in there, just at least getting a, uh, a pedicure. But so there's this guy in there, and I notice, and sometimes it's like awkward. I bet you do. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: he walks in and say, "I'm the bear." So,
0: so I'm joking with one of my female friends, and she's like, "Oh, you got to get pink polish." I was like, "No, I don't. I don't do any polish. I just want my fucking feet rubbed down." This guy, I look over finally, and he's getting like blue nail polish. And and okay, so so this is funny. I look over and I notice, and I kind of like look up and like meet eyes with this guy. I bet. <laughs> hang on, hang on.
1: <laughs> he makes it too easy. He gets. Yeah, I know. Hang this on. The last forty-eight hours, I can not even weird. write this. This is like scripted. Is this people are gonna think this shit scripted?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me finish he,
1: rec- he, he recognized your bearability, ability so <laughs> I yeah. up on said, so I bet he likes blue
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I see this guy's blue nail polish I look up and see him and he has this awkward look like oh fuck I got caught <laughs> getting my toes painted um, luckily what saved him is he was in there with his little kid his daughter um, but I don't think that's why he was doing it <laughs>
2: Well, you know, yeah. and to be fair, so I met a couple of gentlemen yesterday at the shop that uh, worked for Autism Awareness, and they did say that they got their nails painted blue on a certain day for Autism Awareness. So it could maybe have been, so, maybe maybe so. Could have been. Just I'm be just fair. not the
0: polish kind of guy. I just want the massage because it's amazing, dude. If I could sit in, if I, if I could get a pedicure and smoke a cigar, oh, jeez. That would be amazing. So does, that,
1: does, that, does that make you, does that make it – it kind of evens each other out?
0: It doesn't even it out. It just makes it better.
1: <laughs> so to all, all, of Drew's, all
2: of Drew's friends that he's going to do the friend card with you first, you must rub feet. If you want to <laughs> be his wife,
1: you need to rub feet. Yeah, Drew's one of those guys who gets a dog just so he can go walking in the dog park to meet girls. <laughs> That's actually
0: not a bad idea.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I was thinking about this other day, though. Like where would you – if you could smoke a cigar anywhere – and I know this is, you know, probably a dumb topic, but where would you want to smoke it? Like you want to smoke a cigar or get in a pedicure. I would want to smoke one in the movie theater. I think that'd be badass.
0: Movie theater bad would be good pretty one. good.
1: That would be cool.
0: Um I would smoke one at the gym.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Protein shake, my, a my cigar gym, and some curls. <laughs> dude, my gym used to be outside and I used to love that. Yeah. But now my gym is inside.
0: Oh. You
1: know, they, they used to, uh, back in the day, they used to be able to smoke at baseball games. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool.
2: I, I smoke at my daughter's soccer games, but I have to, like, stand away from everybody and, you know, I get bad looks and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not because of your smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that creepability. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Scales up. Um,
0: so, I've got a couple other little topics here. Um, somebody asked us... Um, we said we talked about our favorite cuts, but what about favorite size? Which we've actually mentioned before.
1: We have. Um, yeah. So
0: somebody else, uh, Smoky, you should listen to our other podcast, and you'd know the answer to this.
1: <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but but, but to, re, to recap. Yeah, we can uh, recap. Uh, out of uh, out of respect, I guess. Um, we're I mine is robusto. Um, I, you know, I really like the size of our legacy. Shameless plug. Uh, that five and a half by fifty by fifty two. Um, I I know Padron does that size a lot, too, I believe. Um, But uh, also, the the My Father Limited Editions are in that 65 by 52 I think that's what the Lenox is as well. I absolutely love that size. Mm -hmm. That Toro. That's a Toro. Uh, Phenomenal.
0: Dave?
2: Uh, You know, I like the Corona Gorda and the Robusto. Like, I really, I was a big Robusto fan for a long time, and I like the Corona Gorda and... I think, you know what's odd for a new smoker is there's a lot of variation in the sizes. So a Corona Gorda could be, what, five and a half by 46 all the way to six by 48 or something crazy? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And Robusto like four could and be five three, by yeah. 50 or, you know, five mm-hmm. and a half by 52. Um, but what also was kind of crazy, actually, Drew, do you want to answer first? And then um, I bring up something we talked about with James yesterday.
0: Um, I'm a Toro. I like the Toro size. Or,. Um uh I really dig the uh like the BBMF size. I know San Cristobal makes one. Um the Yeah, the uh, maestro. Yeah. Um That's what
1: they call it, yeah.
0: So I do I do like those as well. But generally Wait, that's
1: called the Maestro? Yeah. i mm-hmm. G-
0: I'll send you one. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome.
0: It it's it's good. Um, but generally Toro size is is what uh, I enjoy. Cool.
2: So we were talking with um, Doug and his friend Kyle and James last night about, like, master blenders. When they want to smoke a cigar to see what it tastes like, what do they prefer? And I'm assuming a lot of it's subjective, but he said for him, he likes that 5 by 48 size, but a mm. lot of people will use a Toro size because that's the best seller. So they'll blend it, you know, the first one to see what they like off of the Toro and then scale it from there.
0: And so I've I've kind of cool. heard that before,
2: so... Well, that's but also, mm-hmm. well, he says that each one that he blends, and I just kind of assumed it, and you get, you fall into the the of thinking you know something, to what? and, well, I guess the, the pattern. He you know, said like, you, you think rigamarole. you know a certain thing, <laughs> 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 and that that knowledge becomes dangerous. Like you try to apply it other places. So like, you would think that uh, a Corona Gorda, you know, versus a Robusto, Robusto is going to have more filler. Which, sure, you know, but he was talking about how just about every cigar you see on the market, different Vitolas are going to be blended separately. And it's mm-hmm. not just that they throw more filler in. That's not the, the taste difference. It's that they're blended, you know, completely separately. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about even his cigars from year to year, they may not have a certain tobacco. So, and they, they kind of do one and done. So they, they finish a whole line and then they go back and they do a whole another run for a different cigar. And so they will try to capture the same taste with different tobaccos. So every year it's, it's, it's slightly different, but we're not supposed to know it. And but vitola, we do now, the same thing. We know. Yeah.
0: Se- <laughs> secrets out. Um, okay, so uh, Smoky again. If we want to get into this, construction versus flavor versus price versus availability.
1: That's a that's that's that actually is very similar to the conversation we had about opus their consistency Uh their availability from year to year um their price obviously is a little bit higher um but that's a great question and and one i think you know i don't know we could explore that one again you could explore that based on vitola too Mm -hmm. yeah like for me i don't think the
2: risk reward is there for a lancero You know, I've had more Lanceros come with a hard draw that you can't massage out or anything else than than any other size. What? Well, petite Lanceros.
0: We're talking about cigars here, Dave.
2: Yeah, you know how, like, you'll get a a tough draw, and sometimes you can kind of massage it a little bit, and you can work out whatever that hard knot is? (laughs) (laughs) Drew's losing it. Hey, I'm not the one that massages my feet, okay?
0: I don't either. I go to people to do that for me. (laughs)
2: Oh but I've God. had more petite Lanceros And Lanceros have tough draws That you know make that vein pop out Like a McDonald's milkshake <laughs> Than any other
0: Cigars <laughs> any day other We're talking about cigars again
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so to me A Lancero the risk
1: versus reward Is not there for me And I will generally try to stay away from that You know I, I smoked a Lancero today For the first time in a while uh, The Tatawaje uh, El Triunfador
0: Did your vein pop uh, out? <laughs>
1: the the, the, the broadleaf I just I smoked the broadleaf it was absolutely phenomenal and I and I'm not a lancero guy but it yeah. was it was phenomenal when Pretty it cigar- hits man you you get so much flavor out of lancero when
2: it when it oh, works yeah. well
1: yeah yeah uh, you all right over there
2: dude? Uh, Drew I'm I'm gonna send you a torch maduro and I'm gonna show you that vein in your forehead man uh, <laughs> wow <laughs> this, this cigar the taste I still love them, man like I smoked one that draw was so damn tight but I still had to go and buy the rest from the shop in uh, Pennsylvania because the taste, I, I love. It's got really nice aged Maduro flavor. But, dude, I'm telling you, there's not a tougher draw, and every fucking one of them is the same way. They they were rolled tight as fuck, and it's, man, it's rough, but it's good. Um, So kind
0: of to talk about that more, um, and I talked about it with uh, Jeff at Classic last night, was the stock cut. Um, mm mm-hmm he was talking that they're getting them in and i was like dude you shouldn't do that <laughs> um i really like the cigar but now because of all the issues that you guys have had and everybody else i've talked to have had i don't want to buy them so i mean so, that, so that kind of goes is it along still with user
1: error or i don't <laughs> he's know on I, he's never,
0: on the bandwagon
2: now i've never on wagon against it
0: i've because I've, I've had two that were fine but pj had one that was bad you guys had at least one that was bad i don't know how many you guys actually tried but
1: I've only tried one, and
0: then I've Just seen some night. stuff on the internet that uh, some of them were were having issues. So I don't I don't want to take the risk to get a bad one for nine bucks. I'll buy something else. So I mean, in that aspect of it, I've heard they're kind of bad and have issues. So I don't even want to spend the money.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate because they're actually really good cigars. That first third was really good. I really did enjoy it.
2: Yeah.
0: Boom! Told you.
2: What? What what about you guys for Viatola preferences? Like that that risk first reward kind of thing.
1: Oh, um Churchill. Yeah. Churchill because if it if it's good, you got a lot of it. <laughs> um that's what and, she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh <geez. Jeez. laughs> like like a layup. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, if it's bad, that's, you know. But, you know, it, it, it feels like the Churchill size isn't very popular anymore, period.
2: Yeah, Toro seems to have overshadowed it
1: quite a bit. Yeah, and I, and I believe Robusto is uh, the most popular size in the U.S., I want to say. I believe so. Hmm.
0: When I first started smoking cigars, I smoked tons of Churchill's. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that was what I started with, because that's a huge freaking cigar for a newbie. But that was like all I smoked was Churchill sized. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, when you started smoking, Churchill was probably one of the most popular sizes.
0: And maybe that's why. I didn't even yeah. know, but that's what I always went for. For a long mm. time, probably up until probably up until you, Mo, and we started hanging out Mhm. So And
2: if I can back up just a little bit, the all my exes, Lancero, is the best one i think so it, it's going to vary depending on the cigar yeah but if absolutely. i if i had to buy like your guys a cigar in any size i would generally stay away from lancero
1: mm-hmm. well, well you don't got to worry about that yeah
2: <laughs> but there's a lot of people man a lot of a lot of smokers that just love the fuck out of lanceros they,
1: they do and the shops hate them because it's such uh <laughs> well no i mean it's true that the shops can't sell lanceros to the general i mean it's really the hardcore cigar guys that like Lanceros. It's not the... Uh, it's kind it's not of a niche market.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, now, there's one ahead. in Houston, I think, right? Is it Stogie's yeah. World Class
2: or, or whatnot? They do a lot of Lanceros.
1: Well, it, you know, and in, in my buddy Abe, who I mentioned earlier, gifted me uh, the Illusione H-Town Lancero, which is out of yeah. that shop that you're talking about. And I know Tatawahe did one for him. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm really looking forward to smoking it and actually I have it uh, I'm going to try to smoke it hopefully sometime this weekend but, he uh, has
0: it sitting on the bottom of his humidor
1: <laughs> no
0: <laughs>
2: what a dick
1: <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what is that Rocky Patel sungrowing you sent me
2: you've been mauled by the bear <laughs> yeah
1: fucking bear <laughs>
0: Uh, now Mo's gonna make sure he posts a picture of him smoking it
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be cutter lit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, okay. So uh, we. <laughs> so I'm gonna correct this guy because he said uh, he's he's asking about retro retro inhaling. Uh, benefits, learning how to do it correctly. Uh, do you guys know J.L.A.T.?
2: Yeah, John Latome.
0: Okay. He said retro hall, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's not I, what I he bond. means.
2: thats mean buying, that, buying aged cigars. Retro hall. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's getting retro bombed by Drew.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are those are different <laughs> things. Um, it's kind of like uh, I don't know. We—I uh, told you guys uh, the story about our our supervisor the other day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, more? so we. I'll I'll tell it because it's freaking funny. Um, so not my my team, not my supervisor, but one of my buddy's supervisors, <clears throat> coincidentally named Dave. Um, his supervisor, <laughs> fucking Dave. yeah, fucking Dave. Um, so he's on his conference call, and his supervisor uh, is talking about their numbers and this and that. And he goes, uh, "I'm in, I'm in, I'm going to be inseminating you guys." <laughs> 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 and he's on, he's on mute, but on speakerphone with, with Dave's wife as well. So Dave's wife starts cracking up. Dave's cracking up. He sends me this text with it, and I think I sent it to you guys, but um pretty sure he didn't mean inseminating. Um
1: Dave <laughs> <laughs> Dave's supervisory, Mike. Jeez, he could be.
0: Yeah. How many times a week well, is that going to be happening?
2: <laughs> no, I think you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i know with the dave you never know yeah.
0: <laughs> so um and i know i'm a terrible uh speller and uh punctuation person but uh there are people worse than me In- inse- <laughs> i'm not going to be inseminating any of you guys uh, yeah <laughs> um okay so retro- <laughs>
1: unless you're a dude getting your nails done at uh <laughs> yeah. this time you guys make eye contact yeah, yeah. unless you have blue nail polish.
0: Maybe then. Man. Maybe then.
1: Well, you know, and, and Jaylat, thanks, man, for, for the question. And, you know, to answer it, um, <laughs> I learned by watching a video on YouTube. Um, there was a guy, and I don't remember who it was, but he did a real nice job of explaining how to do it, um, you know, clenching your teeth, kind of using your tongue to push the smoke back through your nose. Um, I'm by no means a professional at it. Um, there are some guys that do it much better. Uh, But, yeah, it certainly does unlock flavors um, that you might not get just smoking it normally. No doubt about it. You have more receptors in your nose. For me, I I just try to blow
2: it out through the nose and the mouth at the same time. I I don't even know how to explain it, but it just pushes it back to the sinuses is how I would describe it. But, I mean, some of these guys can explain, like, how do you not inhale? You know, you see that on Reddit a lot. Right. And these guys have really good explanations, and that just—I don't fucking know. I just don't inhale every puff, you know.
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you the the, uh, the best example for me is the Warped uh, Futuro. Um, the retrohale makes that cigar. It mm-hmm. really does, it, to me. I think a lot of warp is like that.
0: Yeah. Now, to further that, do you? Uh, Mo, since you're the retro man do you uh, do you do that with every cigar or are there some that you're like hey, I'm not doing that to this
1: um, <laughs> do, you, do you
0: always give it a shot or no
1: um, you know I was for a while and then Dave started making fun of my voice that I sounded like Ray Romano <laughs> and so I realized that I was probably getting too much so I've been cu- uh, cutting back on it but um, generally yeah I'll at least take a couple Yeah, where I'll try to retro Damn, I didn't realize we impacted you that much. Oh yeah, I respect your guys' opinions. Damn, I mean, you don't, you don't see,
2: You don't see Drew stopping his appointments at the uh, the pedicurist. No, because I, you know?
0: I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: Damn. Uh, yeah. uh,
2: you ahead. know, some cigars though are so smooth that like you end up retrohaling a lot more than you would think.
1: Absolutely. You know, yeah. and
2: then afterwards, like you feel like your uh, the back of your throat is kind of burnt out a little bit, and that's, that's probably why.
1: No, not for you, <laughs> <Alley-oop>. <laughs> yeah. Slam dog. He's all calloused, <laughs> calloused over back there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we. Drew's got calluses on his hands from lifting. Uh, Dave's got him in the back of his throat. <laughs> hey, don't don't get ready. Stay ready. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, shit. You can't make this up. You know, we're going to have to, uh, Drew, is there, is there a function on SoundCloud where you could uh, put, like, a parental advisory explicit lyrics thing? Probably probably <laughs> have to. I think we do. This one was particularly gruesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so what
1: do you guys feel about um, <laughs> private lounges? Ooh. Yeah, What what do you mean by that?
2: Like... And we, like, my my local shop here just has the one lounge. You know, Mm -hmm. you come in and everybody's smoking and joking. You grab a cigar, you sit down, and and bullshit with everybody. But, like, the one an hour down the road, they've got, like, two little uncomfortable chairs in the front, and then everybody else is in the back. And you have to be a member to be able to go back there and smoke. Right. Sure. And I'm assuming it's more common elsewhere, like, where you guys are at with nicer places. I'm assuming the VIP lounge is more common. Is that just everyday place for you guys? Do y'all like come to expect it or does it annoy you or how's that work? Uh, uh you
0: know, well, we don't have any private lounges here. But really? Okay. Yeah. Um we used to way back in the day. Um I don't know. My uh, we kind I think we kinda need one. Um
1: <laughs> oh, and, yeah, especially at a cigar bar. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um okay. for For me, it would be to be able to get away from, like, the bar people and um, the people that are just there to drink, at least here in Tulsa, to be able to hang out with, like, more just cigar smokers. So not so much the exclusivity of it, but to just be with more like people, like-minded people, um, not the bar crowd, nothing against them. But I want to go and just hang out and chit-chat with people and smoke cigars. (laughs) Yeah, you, yeah. Lo- you love chit-chat.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a
2: good one, yeah. <laughs> See, I've never I've only been to one cigar bar, but it, it was very... It wasn't split, there wasn't a VIP lounge, but there was the bar on the left side, and then all the chairs and stuff on the right side, so it was kind of split by nature, but I mean, I kind of think the way that the industry is going, and a lot of uh, B&Ms talk about, you know, they're kind of hurting at this moment in time. I think the more you can include people, the better. And it used to be that gentleman's club type thing, and I think to a degree it still is. A lot of the ethics and stuff that go along with it, the etiquette, sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot
1: of etiquette at, at gentlemen's clubs, yeah. <laughs> 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 there's a lot of ethics, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a moral standard.
2: Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, kind of like we talked about the dress code, I, I think having more people be involved is better in this day and age.
1: Well, I you know, okay, so obviously, I mean... That dead horse cost my home plates right um and yes there is a VIP lounge um to me um the majority of guys there seem to have VIP access um at least when I go Mm -hmm. um and even if you Uh, don't you they're not you can't get down
0: there without uh, being with a member right or being a member
1: right yeah you you can't go down (laughs) there without a member
0: this is an intervention (laughs) I heard that
2: bottle. Oh yeah, my my bad. Boom. I was running low.
1: Babes <laughs> pop up in bottles. Um, but uh to uh they will let guys down there if they're not super busy, even if they're not a member. Okay. Um, you know, so there's that uh the, the issue is this is that I don't really know how I feel about it because I've I've been kind of in both uh and and I'm with Drew if it was if alcohol was the main focus for some of the guys, yeah, I'd like to have a separate area so you don't have to deal with, like, people potentially talking shit to you or whatnot. Um, but, man, I don't know. I, I like it, but it's it's not a make or break for me by any means. And it's not about exclusivity or anything like that. It's just it's more comfortable.
0: Yeah. And that's kind <laughs> so, of where I was at with it. Um, yeah. And especially here. We could just use a lounge like that here. Mm -hmm. yeah and i think we have the people to support it too because everywhere here past five or six o'clock is a bar that you can (laughs) smoke cigars in really um wow so yeah um a cigar lounge that was open late would be freaking
1: awesome
2: yeah i guess that brings a whole another dynamic to it the whole bar thing everywhere i'm used to is byob
1: yeah that's how cost is
0: and even somewhere like that here would be better, I think. So even if it was a BYOB, um, I think for me that would weed out a lot of the people that are just going to get hammered.
1: <laughs> is is Fog BYOB?
0: No, you uh, kind of. Um, I mean, I was there the other day and they had some beer and stuff, um, but it, it it's only open till seven,
2: so okay. Yeah. Um, but well,
1: that's. <laughs> That's fucking might as
2: well be uh, midnight for days. Well, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, we we close at seven here everywhere.
0: Well, there you go. What
2: I mean, I've I've never seen drunk people at a BYOB lounge. I mean, unless I'm just the most shit-faced person there and can't tell, which I mean I guess is a possibility, but I kind of yeah, doubt probably. it. <clears throat> but I've never seen people just come and get and get smashed, you know.
1: I have. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely.
2: At Costa? Um, at, like, the premier place
1: in the country? Oh, uh, yes. Wow. Yep. Really? And start, yeah. Absolutely. Damn. I mean, look, dude, I mean, you know, hey, it's the truth serum, right? I mean. <laughs> um, but, you know, the other thing, too, is uh, you definitely want to be able to hang out with your buddies, Right and and not feel like so that's what's cool right if you go with a member you know what you're cool you can still go hang out with your buddies you know Mm. and they're not you know they're not like crazy about enforcing it unless it gets out of hand you know
2: yeah you have like membership cards and stuff yeah i do cool mo do you remember serialized
1: (laughs) what's that (laughs) it does it have a serial number on it it does like individualize no, uh, to you yes Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh. a number, a number. Yeah. cool what were
0: you going to say Drew <laughs> do you remember the guy um, so we were at the well I just won't say it um, we were at a place here <laughs> and the guy knocks his beer off the ta- table and he starts screaming you don't know you don't know you don't know <laughs> and he like knocks the ashtray off knocks his beer off shatters the glass and the bartender just brings him another beer over <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I remember that. Oh uh, hilarious! <laughs> Jeez,
1: I need to come party with y'all. I think.
0: No, you don't, because <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, if you if you come party with me, you're just gonna end up playing FIFA in the theater room until two in the morning. I lose it or mm. I, I might better go with Drew then and get that pedicure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, with the pedicures comes the crazy drunk people too. <laughs> what maybe that's the common thing is me not you mo is it was 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 the problem with the lesbians me we didn't we, didn't, <laughs> we
2: have to tell this story please i brought it up last time you yeah. just kind of steamrolled it I know well, it's embarrassing we brought up the lesbian please, story
0: God. on the podcast that didn't record
1: <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Come on but, Mo. we gotta share the story Drew, Drew's better at telling it than I am I uh, the
0: that. lesbian story though I, oh, I think Iron we look. should just keep it a secret <laughs> 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 I don't think it was meant to be after the podcast didn't record
2: so Mo, <laughs> if you're if you're walking to your car though and yeah. you see some lesbians that kind of get a little loud you know as you walk by does it like raise your heartbeat Do you get kind of that that fight or flight <laughs> kind of thing going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so you might as well tell the story. <laughs> um, so we were at we were at a cigar place, all right, uh, in in Tulsa or Broken Arrow, which is a suburb. Uh, and these two girls come walking in, and sit down, whatever. We were watching ESPN highlights and um, and talking about the game, and they thought we were talking about that, and. Uh, so they start like talking real loud about us, you know, saying, you know, mean things. I don't remember exactly what they were saying, yeah. but they were like obvious they were, uh, that
0: they're talking about us. They were just right. being deliberate about it.
1: Yeah, and they were, and they were intoxicated, so whatever. And then, so I go, you know, and I just said to him, I, I went to get a refill, I think, of my water or whatever. Well, and, we and said, we blew it
0: off for a long time. This 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 whole right. story is probably, I don't know. 45 minutes an hour long is actually how long this thing took place. Right, wow. right, right. This is like yes. the, the, the evening. I mean, we're smoking cigars and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, cuz our main focus is them, like like who gives a shit. Yeah. But um, anyway, so they're like so they're like I just said to them, "Hey, you know, we're not talking about you, you know, and I don't appreciate you guys saying bad things about my friends and I." Well, all of a sudden that turns into, "Oh, you're just saying that to us cuz we're lesbians." this and that and I'm like no I'm pretty sure that's not why it's because you've been bad mouthing us for about an hour now for no reason and uh so then they start trying to get like guys in the bar to basically kick our asses and, <laughs> and it was like <laughs> bring it on I mean who's first yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> we're all sober still <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh but yeah, so that was a, that was just a weird thing. Which weird.
0: which I don't know why did why they thought we hated gay people because didn't we have the doc with us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had no. <laughs>
2: Hot oh, damn. Jeez,
0: funny. <clears throat> the lesbians, they hate us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: like like dude, like I care what you are or who you are or whatever, you know. I'm not not there to judge people last time. I checked my birth certificate; didn't say God on it. <laughs> um, Were they hot
0: lesbians? When'd you check last? One, one
1: of them. One of them wasn't bad. I don't know. A couple days ago. <laughs> uh, oh, one of them actually was semi attractive.
0: I don't remember. The one was like pretty hefty. I know. <laughs> is, that the, is that the one that you're saying is attractive?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. She looked like she could get rowdy.
0: They both looked like that.
2: <laughs> she was, she was,
1: Kind of looks like Dave.
0: Yeah, Dave, but with a Uh, slightly longer haircut. Ouch.
1: Ouch. You just lost your Christmas reach around, sir. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Dave, you're the best. I love you. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And you can smoke during it. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Ooh, what's the name for that?
1: Smoking reach around?
2: Yeah. Like okay, you, <laughs> <laughs> I give it twenty four hours before it's on uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: there's got to be something on Urban Dictionary that's that. There's a name for that. I guarantee you. Oh, hmm.
1: like you could the be bear. the first. Drew. Like like okay, without <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll put a disclaimer on this podcast because I'm about to say the Blumpkin is when you're you're getting a BJ and taking a shit. So there's got to be really? a term for what? for getting a hand job. And smoking a cigar.
2: Who makes that shit up?
0: Uh, somebody. Probably not people that smoke cigars. Somebody on Urban Dictionary.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Somebody from That's Cigar Nose. Anyway. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> ouch.
1: Ouch. You're fired. You're fired <laughs> yeah, <Jay Latter. laughs> Jay Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> man. Hey, what's uh? How do you say Doug's screen name? Is it Sevier? Severe. In French. Severe.
2: Yeah.
0: He's not. Uh, he, yeah, uh, and you, he's not French. That,
1: uh, I don't
2: think so. No, but you know what? That was the coolest thing about last night is all the people that came out of the woodwork that I've talked to on Instagram and Reddit and even Cigar Noise. And I've never met these people before. Mm-hmm. That, that was just such a humbling experience, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, Dave, I'm sure we, you get it all the time. No, but we've talked about casa. this. We've talked about this. Um, you know, just what you've been able to do and in, in bringing people together and things like that. It's, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Well, I mean, you offering to give reach rounds to everybody that you know shows up to the party—that certainly
2: helps.
1: It certainly helps. 10k on the Instagram. Yeah, it certainly helps the membership numbers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) retention, retention as well. With yeah, pretty pretty soon you're gonna have to start taking applications.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can start charging now. That'll be a two nine (laughs) nine app. But dude, it really, it really is humbling, just how many people use cigar noise whatever facet they want to use it for um mm-hmm. within the last what six months september to now right it, it's mind-blowing dude if when i started this i thought it was gonna be me and, and a few friends just bullshitting and, and posting my mom posted a picture <laughs> and that was like the only picture on there for like the whole time it was out for android it was funny it was like two weeks that was the only picture on cigar noise
0: um is that your plug
1: yeah that worked. work <laughs> well um i do you know before we wrap up i do want to um and and again these are not like we're getting sponsored or paid or anything but i do want to throw a couple um bones to a couple different shops throughout the country wait we're not a chance we're not that f- we're not getting paid we're not getting paid you told
0: me we were we were getting paid <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not
1: um <laughs> But do want to throw a couple bones to some shops around the country that if you are in the area, make sure to check out. Um, if you're in Tulsa, uh, uh, Classic Cigars, downtown Tulsa, um, and also Owasso, which is a suburb, um, cigar box in uh, down, er, Tulsa as no, well. No, they don't have them around. yet. Huh? They don't have them. Oh, well. Well, now they also. want them. But um, underground... Um, in Fort Worth, obviously, if you're ever in that area. Casa um, City of Monte Cristo in uh, Chicago, 8 to 8 Cigars, and also Old Town Havana, uh, which is owned by my cousin. Uh, tell him they listen to Sultans of Smoke. He might hook you up. Uh, he's in Orange, California. Um, you know, all shops that uh, that, you know, kind of support us or, you know, encourage us and whatnot. So we appreciate that. Thank
0: you, everybody. And everybody that's kind of helped us along the way, uh, this has been a year in the works. So a year this month, actually. Yep. Um, So wherever
1: you are when you, yeah, go ahead, sorry.
0: It's, it's been a, it's been a long, long journey.
1: Yeah. And man, wherever you are, when you listen to our podcast, we hope that it makes you laugh a little bit, um, and, and at least brightens up your day. And, uh, we appreciate all the feedback that we've been getting too, which is, uh, always good to hear
0: well and please if you are listening and uh, you do have topics or something you want to know or whatever email us uh our email i'll be at the end of the podcast uh <clears throat> post it on cigar noise email dave whatever uh figure out a way to get it to us and uh we'll start bringing that stuff up uh, in future podcasts
1: oh yeah nope. and i think uh my buddy Abe has expressed interest in coming on the podcast. Do want to thank him for the H Town uh, Luzioni review that he did um, and put on the on the website. And I believe he'll he'll start doing uh, a review a week now for us, so he'll be a regular contributor. Awesome! Thank you for um, making our lives easier. Yeah, thanks, Abe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he he wants to do a segment called Honest Abe, which I think would be hilarious. That would be good. Yeah. Um, and, and where he takes a taboo topic and just rants about it. That'd be awesome. Uh, and be honest about it. So yeah. I, I think that'll be pretty good. That would so, be good. Oh, yeah. Get your ass ready. <laughs> uh, literally, <laughs> literally and <figuratively>. That's right. <laughs> Both. Lube it up, son. <laughs> uh,
2: the bear's coming to town. <laughs> 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 hey, um, you know, one thing I think is really cool about this podcast is how accessible it is. How many other podcasts do you have the opportunity to, to like, create the topics, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: i think everybody feels like they're part of the podcast even if they're not with us on you know this episode
1: right i think it's pretty and cool it is yeah definitely and and look we're, we're nobody i mean in the big scheme of things the industry is huge um we're nobody um you guys that listen are why we do this um and hopefully give you an outlet have some fun so dave we appreciate it you got anything else what's this?
0: You got anything else? No,
1: man. No. Again, I
2: appreciate the time. I've still got Blanton's left, so I'm kind of disappointed that we're shutting it down early. Well, but, it's, uh, it's, not it's been early, about two hours, but. <laughs> 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 um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, David Cigar Noise or the Cigar Noise app or cigarnoise.com.
0: Instagram. Are you on Twitter?
2: Yeah. You know, man. Why would you bring that up? That's, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Well, my, my Twitter and my, my mean, Facebook cigar noise are lacking. So if you're listening and you want to give me a chubby, just go ahead and follow one of those two things and we'll make it happen. Awesome. And you're, and you're on Reddit too,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Slash yeah. you slash cigar noise.
1: Yep. Awesome. And I'm on there too. Most Sultan of Smoke on Reddit. Mm hmm. And then all the Sultans of Smoke stuff uh, yeah, that Drew will go
0: over at the end. It'll all be at the end. Um, once again, uh, me and Dave, next Friday, all day, at the Underground for the launch. Come out, hang out with us. You don't have to buy anything. You should, but you don't have to. And uh, <laughs> just hang out. We'll uh, shoot the shit with everybody.
2: Yep. And they open at 10 o'clock, is that right?
0: Dude, I, I haven't even looked. It's going to be a long I, day I for me because so. i got to drive down there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I will too. I'm probably going to leave here about 5 in the morning and I'll get there around
0: 10. And that's probably what I'm going to do, so... But uh, I'll be there as long as I can most of the day and hanging out with everybody. So it's going to be awesome. Come out and, if you can, mm-hmm. uh, hang out with us. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, All right, guys. we'll see you again next week. Thanks. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you, gentlemen. See ya. Be sure to follow us on uh, social media and watch uh, for any updates for our blogs as well as our cigars coming out in the next few weeks. Uh, you can email us at smoke at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at Sultan Smoke, Instagram, the Sultans of Smoke, Twitter at Sultans of Smoke. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next week.